Welcome to the Bellingham Podcast for the week of February 9, 2020. This is episode 144. Broadcasting to your eager, awaiting ears from the northwest of the northwest since 2016, I am Chris Powell. And sitting nearby, the alchemist of awesome, the count of creativity, the sultan of storytelling, and the baron of Bellingham's Barkley Borough, the emperor of excellence in podcast land, your friend and mine, Mr. A.J. Barsay. A.J., for the love of all February sweethearts, lonely hearts, tender hearts, broken hearts, and Joan Jett and the black hearts, tell them how you're feeling. I'm feeling lovey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, see, I'm not awkward on that intro. No, see, that. You, you've, you've gotten used to me. I hope that our listeners, the millions and millions of listeners to this show, are used to the new intro for 2020. So, what are we talking about today, Chris? We are talking about, uh, an, this is another Word of Note series. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, word that got our note. <laughs> Hit it! That's cool. Uh, I like that intro. We're going to have to... reversals. That's all 2020 is about. Yeah, we're, we're going changing the roles. We'll go bizarro know your, for role. The show. <laughs> know your role know your role <laughs> hi rock <laughs> anyway uh we had some really good success last year with word of note uh series from other languages yes. and how it can apply to our lives and in bellingham in particular got another sweetest swedish word oh, are you swedish on me no uh i'm half italian half welsh and that shouldn't really matter because we're all one love one family one world welsh what's the word <laughs> so we had Hugo last year, which is that cozy, comfortable contentment. Uh, fika. Fika. You uh, noticed this one. Yes, so I did. give us the intro uh, background on Fika. So fun fact, uh, my wife and I like to do Ikea up in Canada, just because it's an easier straight shot. There's actually two different Ikeas in British Columbia, sub Canada. And as we were checking out, you know, as you go through the floors of the Ikea yes. experience. Is this the Richmond one or the Vancouver one? Uh, I think I saw this one in the Richmond one. That's a cooler one, yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, regardless, mm -hmm. we were this there because, uh, fun fact, I like to get the rechargeable batteries. Oh. Fun fact, if, you, if, if you're trying to uh, cut back on your AA and AAA batteries, take a look at Ikea's rechargeable batteries. There's actually, I'll probably put a link in the show notes, there's actually a video I watched of a pro photog that did a voltage test and research and basically the white label batteries that uh, Ikea is sourcing for their, I think it's Leica, Leica battery line is actually the same high performance cells that come out of Panasonic for their Eneloops. Well now. So that's kind of a nice pro tip hack is if you're trying to be green uh, with your technology and you want to get some high quality uh, rechargeable batteries, take a look at Ikea's. But uh, Ikea doesn't sponsor the show, nor do we take a take. But while we were checking out, you know, you go through and you have like the the, the home decorum section and the little bits and bobs uh -huh. batteries. Well, we were going by the rugs. Okay, rugs are cool. And then there's the posters and the prints. I usually take a look to see frames, photographer. There you go. You know, yep. as I walked by, I kind of walked by and I took three steps back and I'm like, huh. And my wife just like, how come you guys haven't done this word? And I go, I don't know what this word is. So she takes a picture. I forget about it. And then, uh, you know how like the iPhone does like on this day memory thing? Yeah, it that popped whole up. algorithm of memories. Yeah, so it popped yeah. up. I'm like, oh man, I forgot that we had this white uh -huh. with black serif font. And it just said Fika. F-I-K-A. F-I-K-A. Cozy socializing with friends and family. And that was all the print said. Thus... Uh -huh. This word of note is brought to you by the word Fika. Because we can't really get Huga at work, but uh, the Swedish came up with uh, Fika, which is a way to be able to spend quality time. Yep. 
at the workplace and outside of the workplace. Again, so like before, when we did Luca and Huga, those are all Danish words. Yes. So this is still in Scandiland. So, sup, Scandinavia? Yes. Uh, we're going we're, we're going to be going straight to Sweden's official website on this one. Yes. So bear in mind, uh, Chris Powell and I are not historians, nor do we play one on podcasts, but if we were... We do it a heck of a lot better than most of <laughs> So what does Sweden say about their official Fika word on their official country website? That's right. Yeah, I was... I was first of all, I was rather uh, tickled to see that Sweden the country has an actual website. It's kind of cool. Uh, Fika, F-I-K-A, is, a, is Swedish for a coffee break. It's more about socializing than doing the act of drinking coffee. And something sweet is also welcome because many Swedes are sweet. It is much more than having a coffee. It's a social phenomenon, uh, a legitimate reason as opposed to just, you know, for whatever, to set aside a moment for quality time. And I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, we need more quality time in our lives. Fika can happen at any time, morning as well as evening. It can be savored at home at work, or in a cafe. It can be with colleagues, family, friends, or someone you're trying to get to know. It is a tradition observed frequently, preferably several times a day. There are many things that I do several times a day, and I need to work on associating with more people, getting to know them, enjoying a beverage yeah. uh, during the workday and outside of the workday and stuff like that. So this is kind of like, it really kind of dovetails into like huga, right? That, you know, cozy comfort, just like the the, the Danish, like they they perf- they always have like a cake or something that yeah. usually goes with huga. You know, Luca, if you remember that, that's the, the pursuit of like ultimate happiness. Yes. So this is like in between in that same vein and culturally speaking, that makes sense as, as that region, you know, um, darker days, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously coffee is prolific within their culture, um, which is funny because you kind of alluded to it. So Fika, I did a little bit of digging and there's not a lot that I could dig on it, but the best I could find, uh, courtesy of sw- SwedishFoods.com. Of course. Uh, they had a reference and this actually dovetails back to our, our, our coffee series that we did. This is coffee. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. So if you remember the This Is Coffee series that we did, we mentioned that there was a 19th century word, kaffi, so K-A-F-F-I. And apparently this word, fika, is derived from that K-A-F-F-I for coffee. What happened was somewhere in, in the 19th century, uh, this was uh, kind of adopted into Swedish culture and it got inverted. So if you look at F. I-K-A, it's an inversion of K-A-F-F-I, and okay. Fika became integrated. So it's kind of like uh, in France, we have a croissant, and uh, McDonald's will take it and call it a croissant <laughs> Sure. I took that from Dennis Leary, but it still w- applies Sub in this Dennis. case. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm noticing something as we're talking about this. Fika, as it relates to Huga, Huga is more individual, singular. But it can be with people. Totally. But Fika is with people. Yes, it is intended, intentional with uh, f- uh, people or f- uh, family or friends. Sure. Ac- actually, uh, yeah, especially family or friends, but also those around us. Right. And it's a great way to build community and foster relationships and stuff like that. Um, proper breaks, you know, like to have the discipline to take a break during your workday. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it? Is it? Am I the only one in America that sits in my chair the entire time. It doesn't get up from my uh, office. Yes, I to, may have just eaten a burrito for lunch in my office before right. we recorded. Uh, dedicate some time. Allow permission. This is the main thing. Uh, it's the challenge for me. Allowing permission to press pause on the day mm-hmm. and uh, to be proactive 
you know, doing something like this, it would be an interesting experiment to see how it could decrease your stress in the workday as opposed to increasing your stress with what you're coming back to your office from taking a break. Agreed. And uh, could it actually increase productivity? Well, and, and that's what a lot of this is. Like I was reading some research from um, some companies out of Scandinavia and like um, for Swedish companies, I believe Volvo yep. is a company that's out of Sweden. And mm -hmm. actually it is part of their like um, uh, company culture of, of integrating Fika into their <clears throat> into their workplace. Excellent. So I mean, to have those proper breaks within a corporate structure, and have that part of the 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 discipline of within a company for their people, I thought was actually kind of interesting. Because you're right, around here, that's in here of the United States, that's typically not overtly communicated. Usually people will, will parlay, you know, amongst friends, peers, colleagues, but to have it integrated within a culture and a company culture, I thought was an interesting take. Absolutely. And uh, what a wonderful perspective to consider because in our cubicle nation, cubicle uh, nation, I like for that. a lot of us, uh, a lot of us are only finding time. We're expected to kind of have our nose to the keyboard and mouse, uh, the the, uh, the screen grindstone, if you will. They say 21st century grindstone. That's right. And the only time we would theoretically get to interact with other people is during meetings, that M word. Oh, sorry. Wait, what? Yes. So uh, <laughs> speaking of meetings, so this being the Bellingham podcast, we always like to draw ties to where in Bellingham can we experience this word of note? Yes. Or better yet, how do how do we uh, see this cultural word within the Pacific Northwest culture that we have up here? One other word of note that we haven't uh, really touched base on, but we mention on a regular basis is Khmri. Uh, that's KMRE 102.3 <laughs> FM. They're community powered and streaming worldwide at KMRE.org. They're airing our show. Yes. On Saturdays, I believe now at 3 p.m. That's right. So anyway, a different kind of word of note. We may talk about that one later. Yeah, Khmri. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, so where in Bellingham could we experience Fika without resorting to a coffee shop? Because we have five million in this city. Yes. And that's the typical default uh, thought most people go to to consider uh, having that break with someone. Right. So, I mean, for me, uh, I've, I've got a couple of, of twists on this. But typically speaking, whenever I kind of look for this, the sweets part, the coffee part, I got to throw a, a shout out to something that, you know, we we poured one out uh, a few episodes back, the old Rocket Donuts. Yes. I thought like for for right downtown, you know, the the iconic rocket. It was the upper left ventricle of the downtown corridor of Bellingham. The upper yes. left ventricle. Uh, the reason why I, I thought that Fika fell within this, for, at least for my family, was every uh, because my family has allergies. It was one of the few pastry places in town that as a family, we all with allergy consciousness uh, in front of us could sit down, have a little sweets, um, have a bit of coffee. And it, admittedly, I, I wasn't a huge fan of their coffee, but it was the ambiance that I had on that Saturday morning with yep. my kiddo oh, yeah. eating his first donut mm -hmm. in a Rocket Donut. Yep. I had a I had a wonderful memory with my uh, now seventeen year old daughter who back then was a single digit uh, shrimpy. Uh, we visited Rocket Donuts back in the day, and I have a picture that I cherish uh, where we ordered one of their giant donuts. Oh, gnarly! Yeah, it was about maybe a foot diameter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and had the big old hole in the middle and everything like that. And we took it down together. And there's a picture of her huh. and her cute little single digit 
aged head with the donut that is bigger. Than oh, that. I was, was going to say it had to be bigger than her head. Well, you know, a few years ago, back when she was a, a little shrimpy, I was I had a bit of an appetite and I had a much better metabolism than I do now. Sure, sure. And now that I've kind of eliminated uh, some of that stuff from my diet, you know, but it was a wonderful memory. These memories that you can yes. take that break on a Saturday morning and uh, enjoy that tasty treat. Well, and I think that's kind of what Fika kind of gets down to is, is that you're bridging not just a food and, and, and dining experience, you know, type of thing, but because you're parlaying with friends, you're parlaying with family, there are, we were dovetailing it into productivity. You're feeling a value, yes. you know, you're getting a value out of that instance and having that break you know, probably does, you know, send some sort of endorphins. We're not, you know, neuroscientists, nor do we play on podcasts, but I, I would be shocked if there was no, if there, if, if research wouldn't prove that, you know, these interval breaks and having a bonding experience, whether it's collegiate or familial or whatever, um, did something for morale, did something for your productivity and just, you know, feeling overall better. You know, it's like the inside out. You get more joy marbles, the yellow ones yes. in your brain, as opposed to the purple, the green, or yours and my favorite one, the red angry one. Exactly. And along those lines of taking those uh, maybe scheduled breaks during the day, way back a few years ago, if you were in the technology productivity ilk like I am, uh, there was a thing called a Pomodoro timer. It, I they vaguely ha- remember this. Yes. Now, Pomodoro, Pomodoro is another uh, word of note talking about a Maybe tomato. Maybe in the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another, another oh. language is, uh, I forget which language, and forgive me, folks, but it was for tomato. And what the concept was in a Pomodoro timer app or program, you would set it for 20 minutes, and you would go, no distractions, full speed ahead, ahead. work, mm-hmm. and then it would ding or whatever, and you get a 10-minute break. Rest your mind, think about something else, check your feeds, uh, check your social media, whatever, and then ding, 20 minutes, 10-minute break, 20 minutes, 10-minute break, and that's how you could really you know, get into full-on focus mode. To have these scheduled intervals during work, it can be rather helpful. If you know 10 o'clock, ding, your body may adjust to it internally mm-hmm. when it's time to get up from the desk, go meet someone to uh, ingest something, whether it be food or drink. Well, and I think that that also hits on something else is that you're getting up and going somewhere, yeah. which here in America, that is a problem that we typically have. Like we sit stationary a lot more than we are actively doing stuff. If you have an office job, yep. th- those that are active aside, but you know, for those that are office life, hashtag office life, yep. you know, being able to incorporate this type of ideology, even within a team might, uh, you know, improve your relations with said team and coworkers, you know, getting up, going out and breaking away from that What'd you call it? The cub- hashtag cubicle life? Cubicle nation, yes. Cubicle nation. No, I mean, let's let's take a look at our teachers in our K-12 uh, system. They've got a classroom. How are they able to take a break when you got the kiddos around? Uh, for doctors, they're busy bouncing from patient room to patient room. Boy, howdy. Uh, we have realtors that they are meeting clients and they are mobile uh, professional warriors. How are you able to, well, there's plenty of places around town you could probably meet. Sure. But if you're in the office space, and you know, there's a trend nowadays about the open office environment. Actually, that's on the decline now. Really? No, yeah, there's, uh, uh, coming soon. Well, I'm happy um, about that. No, because like um, a lot of people, uh, total, okay, Bellingham podcast tradition here, we're totally going right hook of here. Of course. No, I recently saw, um, I think APM did a report, the fact that uh, that whole experiment has kind of been a failed experiment because now people need 
if you have everything open air, there is no privacy, which comes into, you know, FERPA, HIPAA, PIPA, all of the, the acronyms have some issues with that. You have people's productivity because there's constant distraction because you have no way of zoning out. You're kidding. And then, you know, headphones and ear pods <laughs> have created more isolation. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll call it exposed isolation because everybody can see you, but you're zoned out. Yeah. So anyway, on behalf um, of introverts everywhere, yeehaw. Uh, but anyway, let's get back <laughs> okay, to the sorry, point at hand. and back to the show. Where in Bellingham can we experience Fika? Well, at, at my workplace uh, during my day job, I have an online calendar, and uh, I have a, a little website where clients can pick off time. Uh, to meet with me, which works out for both our schedules. I have three choices for the location of these consults in my office, at another location, which is most likely their office, or a walking meeting. Hmm. And this is something that is not really de rigueur, as the French may uh, uh, phrase it, but how many opportunities would you have if you just have to discuss something with a colleague, you're not really hunched over a computer, you're talking about a potential uh, case project, a client, some type of meeting uh, prep, why not take a walking meeting? And, uh, you know, if you've got a water bottle in hand or that uh, hopefully permanent coffee cup as opposed to the disposable ones that you would get. Preach. Uh, this would be a great way to, one, get your 10,000 steps in, close those rings, Apple Watch wears, and uh, to be able to discuss when you're not seated in the same location. So I offer that for my clients as well, something to consider. So dovetailing into that, the reason why I, I glommed on to Fika and I'm kind of harping on more of the productivity side of things yes. is the one thing about this that I like and incorporating it in within the values of a corporate structure is, especially in our, in our, our world as technologists, we have clients and it's easy to hear people complain about technology and then we help solve and educate, right? The nice thing about if you incorporate Fika is that you're now human-to-human interaction. So you're going to need to know your client on a more human perspective before it's just if you if, without Fika, you're just in, you're just another uh, punch on the ticket, right? Yep. You're just another trouble call. But now, if you actually sit down and you have this more warm and opening type of uh, feeling that you're you're fostering as a professional. You now have the opportunity to get to know your client a little bit more on a personal level and become a better um, customer service or whatever you're, you're doing, a better tech in our case, yep. because we know their workflow. Yep. Where if they're that sterilized cubicle type of thing, that's a that's an emotional professional wall that they'll throw up because it's very sterilized, it's easy in to, my opinion. You're right. It's easy to compartmentalize many things in the workplace instead of getting out of that TV dinner where there is the end user, there is the there customer, is. and the... Uh, the the customer support or the tech or the mechanic, it's actually AJ and Chris. Yeah, it's it's no hierarchy anymore. And when you know the, you get to see the person behind the problem, that technology professionals is the X factor that one would want to pursue in their professional career. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I got off, <laughs> I got on a sandbox there for a little bit. Uh, where else do you experience Fika in Bellingham? So the other thing is, is actually when we're out of Bellingham. Oh, tell me. So I have to say Fika is something my wife innately must have in her genetic code when we travel. Tell me more. I don't care where in the world, and I mean in the world literally, uh, as our listener Dan will actually uh, know firsthand. 
we could be in the middle of Tokyo, hmm. okay, surrounded by nothing but Japanese words. And off in the distance, there will be a glimmer of a storefront with some sort of nice looking pastries, some bread, and it'll say something like Dupont. And then she'll look up and be like, oh, boulangerie. And my wife will beat feet straight over to the first boulangerie that she finds. For those of you who couldn't see that, that was AJ taking his two hands and clapping and <laughs> making the progressive movement, like taking off like a shot. I believe that is called a B-line. Yes. My wife has like this innate radar. I want to call it the Fika radar. Okay. When we travel, we will always find the cozy, quaint uh, boulangerie or cafe or whatever. And it's funny because they are always the hole in the wall things. And she will just innately find them. And as a family, we'll go there. I'll usually get a coffee. And of course, I'm always snobbing and grading whatever their coffee is. She will have whatever pastry as long as it says pano chocolate. And then, funny enough, usually these hole-in-the-wall places, whenever we travel in the world, there is something that we will find for our son um, that is around his allergies. And it always works out that way. And so for me, the family aspect of Fika really comes out when we travel, especially we're out of our comfort zone, we're in a location, and it's something we can glom onto. We, you know, I just look at my wife, and when she gets her spidey senses, her fika spidey, spidey senses, mm-hmm. you know, there is a moment, there's an experience. That must be one of her mutant superpowers. Um, yes, uh, f- uh, spider fika, fika, fika woman. woman. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> Captain fika. S- sure, sounds great. Uh, <laughs> one thing about... Uh, finding comfort out of your comfort zone. Yes. Uh, it's 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 something that you got to have. Uh, it's like a muscle that you practice. Yeah. And as as you have many experiences, in this case, traveling the world, you get good at it. And yeah. I'm sure that's been uh, through, uh, it's been well appreciated, I imagine. <laughs> For me in Bellingham, uh, with my family and experiencing Fika uh, with, my, with my loved ones, uh, it, it, you know, my mental Rolodex, of friends and family likes and dislikes and personalities helps me helps me pick the venue to enjoy. So, for example, my brother-in-law enjoys every now and then a pint. Ah, yes. Totally uh, possible with our what twelve million uh, microbreweries here in Bellingham and growing and, and growing. Yes, uh, we would go there to grab a pint. This does not necessarily apply as a venue for my seventeen-year-old. Right. In which <laughs> uh, she enjoys a donut. Uh, but now Lafines is the top uh, champion for us to be able to do that. Well, they're also the only game in town right now. Uh, you know, so far. But yes. anyway, uh, that uh, donutery. <laughs> donutery. <laughs> That's right. Uh, necessarily does not apply to my beautiful wife, who is a rather health conscious eater. Yeah. And so when the time comes to experience speaking with somebody, you got to be n- nimble and agile and well-versed in the places to check out. AJ, I know that you are not much for uh, fast food at uh, national chain restaurants. I don't know what that is. <laughs> right. So keeping that in mind, my mental Rolodex of thee would let let me take thy to a, a place that I know that you prefer a higher quality uh, beverage and uh, and food in some cases. Yeah, like Hana Teriyaki. Exactly. And so therefore, that would be a place that we would enjoy Fika. Uh, you got anything else uh, around Bellingham that you might enjoy? Um, I mean, I have to say, so in Bellingham, the the one place that I think surmises it, and I've, I have said her name many a times on this show, so I mean, everybody probably knows where I'm going with this, and that is Magdalena's. Hello, Pretty. Magdalena. So Magdalena, she is uh, a Polish woman who uh, has a uh, French crepery in Fairhaven, the south 
uh, left ventricle uh, or atrium of uh, between Archer's Ale House and Oven Pizza and Big Love Juice. I, I know, believe. but is is that a, is that a ventricle or atrium in the? Let's analogy? call that the the left atrium okay. of, of Bellingham. The, the, the south left atrium of, of Bellingham. That works. Uh, and so anyway, her establishment. You know, yes, you have crepes and stuff, but you could just go there simply for a dessert crepe, which would fall within Fika, and their coffee is superb. Usually she sources uh, Stumptown out of Portland, Oregon. There you go. You know, as a family, I cannot tell you how many times we'll just go there. And it is one of those places where you immediately feel at home. And as a family, we all just enjoy the atmosphere. And Magda, you're the good. Sounds like Magdalena's Crepery in Fairhaven is the Venn diagram of Huga and Fika. You I feel comfortable uh, while cozy, you are... Cozy, familial. That's right. And caffeinated. I love it. Now, as we're talking about Fika, you know, it, we've mentioned sweet treats and other things like that. For those that are dietary conscious, you want to eat healthy, got you covered. Take, take Magdalena's. Uh, I mentioned it just a little bit ago and walk up towards the water, uh, if you will, or the, the Taylor Dock or the, the, the walking area by Oven Pizza, which is another tasty uh, business right there. They're so tasty. They have umlauts in their name. That's right. Uh, Big Love Juice has some really healthy uh, juice uh, concoctions available for you. And uh, in, if you don't want to indulge in the caffeine or in the sugary, sweet yeah. Uh, whatever have you, they got you covered for that. Uh, and while this may not pertain to Fika as far as uh, spending quality time with a friend or family, you could be spending quality time with a whole lot of people in a shared event. I noticed something around town recently. It's been in the, the news lately. There is a local wrestling, professional wrestling promotion around Bellingham. Did you know? Can you smell <laughs> what the Chris is cooking? Wow, edit that. Down, dude. Um, <laughs> I have been waiting all episode for you to do that bit so I could just drop a little rock reference. Thank for you. you very much. All right, Dwayne, uh, this that one was for you. Uh, I five, raised five CC Wrestling, five uh, CC Wrestling dot com. Uh, it's a, they feature a five sided ring. Now, professional wrestling has been a part of my life since I was in double digits. See previous episodes. That's right. And uh, my uh, wonderful grandfather, who has since passed on, uh, I grew up watching five hours of wrestling every Saturday afternoon with my grandpa uh, back in the 80s. And it was the Halcyon days. I loved it. And just to be able to see Oh my goodness, there's a local wrestling promotion with young folks, the youngins, if you will, uh, who are in great shape and are high-performing quality individuals playing a role. Uh, they have been, uh, d there was a recent show over at the Bellingham Eagles Hall uh, for a wrestling card. And if I didn't, you know, if I didn't have a conflict uh, for that evening, you would have seen my ugly mug there cheering them on. It's wonderful to be able to experience something with a whole lot of people and watch you, you, you watch someone just want to beat the crap out of someone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we can't do that in modern society, but here's a That's what happens when you don't get enough feedback in your life. <laughs> you want to go into a five-sided wrestling ring and beat the snot out of someone. And I bet there's a number of them. Uh, you know, stay tuned. Keep your eyes peeled for 5CC uh, for someone who is a professional wrestling aficionado, uh, quasi-historian, uh, uh, or at least someone who enjoyed 80s and 90s uh, wrestling. We got you. We got something around here. They got wrestlers from Seattle, uh, Portland, Vancouver. Oh, wow. You know, they're all kind the of region. making the circuit. It's, okay. It's the I five 
five cc wrestling, if you will, and kind of you know putting on a show. And I g- give them props, give them love, and uh, you know throw down some money for a ticket. Hey, you want a romantic date night? <laughs> Go watch some sweaty people <laughs> throw each other and clothesline them. <laughs> His name is Chris Powell, and he approves this message. That's right. So I've got something a little lower key that does fit into Fika. Go right uh, ahead. How about a cat coffee uh, establishment? Go on. So uh, this is something else I believe originally got started also in Japan, a cat cafe. Okay. Bellingham is getting a cat cafe. I believe it's called, is it Nico? N-E-K-O. 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 Uh, and so they're, they're, I believe they're, this establishment is actually based out of Seattle, and they're now going to be opening up a cat cafe hmm. in either the next week or two in the old Quicksilver uh, fellow photographers of the show. Nice. The old, the old Quicksilver's getting it. I, I think nicely equipped kitten opportunities would be the the, uh, the anagram you could call for Nico Cat. I'm sure there's a different one. Uh, probably, probably. But I mean, nothing says, you know, Fika like felines and coffee. That's Fika. Well, <laughs> evidently on the corner of Cornwall and Chestnut, uh, we believe, where Quicksilver Lab used to be, uh, from what we've gathered, uh, there may be allegedly, uh, we'll see what happens when they open coming soon, um, a number of kittens, cats around to uh, allow you to be able to enjoy your cuppa, yeah. whatever they are serving, uh, cafe, uh, beverage and such, while petting a kitten and uh, enjoying the purring, uh, perhaps uh, scratching, depending on uh, what type of beverage you get of a, of a feline uh, creature. Perfect. Indeed. I think we should stick a fork in this show, AJ. (laughs) (laughs) That was abrupt. That wraps up for this 144th edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get your podcast. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE, not Camry, 102.3 FM. The community powered and streaming worldwide at KMRE.org. So on that note... Thank you so much for listening. And from the City by the Sailor Sea, I'm still AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thank you very much for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Come on, Fika, feline, coffee, Fika. I thought that was a good last little thing in the show. Absolutely. I'll get my allergy pills so I can go take part. Valid, valid.